Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to E-Ticket to Broadway. I'm so thankful that you're tuning in to hear from your favorite Broadway stars talk about how much they love the Disney parks. Are you following us on Instagram? Check it out, E-Ticket to Broadway, where there's photos of our guests at the parks, some quotes, and a lot of Disney fun. And if you like what you're listening to, let us know in the comments. I'm so excited for the guest on this episode. I met him a few years ago at BroadwayCon when he won the lip sync battle, and shortly after that, he landed the role of Evan Hansen on Broadway. He's a huge fan of Disney parks and a great guy. Get ready for Andrew Barth Feldman. Andrew, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you are with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is this is such a great idea. You know, you and I have been in this Twitter kind of direct message with Leslie and right. some other fun Broadway folks talking about Disney parks for almost a year. Yeah, crazy. And, um, and now we get to share it on a podcast. Delightful. We have to get this out of the way right away. You are much more a world boy and I'm a land boy. Um, yes, but we are we are you know an example that we can get along. Exactly. There's mutual respect. We are it's equals great. in the marketplace of ideas. That's we right. Are, oh, it's 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 okay. We we do respect each other. Did you? I mean, I know you're you're from the East Coast. Did you make it to Disneyland at all growing up? Yeah. Yeah, I've always been going. I mean, obviously we've gone to World more, but yeah, we've gone to land, and I love land. Like I have nothing. Yeah. Uh, I have no hard feelings against land. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just think World. There's just it's just more. You know, like there's just yeah. There's just more stuff. There is. I mean, the first time I went was in 2012, and like when I went to Epcot, I was very in awe that oh my gosh, there's so much more to see and do here than I ever expected. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But I, I completely understand where you're coming from as well, because because land is is magic. They're both magic, but but they are land is wonderful. Yeah. So before we start the interview, I think what our listeners most want to hear as our favorite ghost host, would you be willing <laughs> to recite any part of the Haunted Mansion ride? Yeah, let me think of I'll do. um, I'll do this little uh do not pull down on the safety bar, please. I will lower it for you. Um, and then there's something else. But then, uh, and this, uh, oh, oh yeah, oh, and this, the spirits will only materialize if you keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Oh yes, and no flash pictures, please. We spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. That's so good. <laughs> Did you ever consider like? One night during Durvin Hansen, just going into that at some point. Probably there was probably yeah. a moment where I was like, "Oh my god!" I just almost said the haunted mansion, like in the middle of words fail. In um 
the elevator, my when I worked there, uh, a friend of mine said the best thing to do is when everyone is screaming and then it's suddenly quiet to just shout out, Star Tours, what are you doing here? Just to see the reaction. <laughs> and it was always delightful. Um, is Haunted Mansion your favorite ride? Yes. I know has that it it's... always been? Uh, no. No. I don't really know when it happened. I you, I actually used to be very scared of it when I was little. Um, sure. But, because of course it's, you know, little boys, you're scared of things, and that's right, is maybe scary. But, um, it, it, not always, I don't think. But when I started thinking about it as, like, as more of an art form, I think that ride sort of immediately came to mind, and there's this book, which is my favorite book ever, um, it's, it's The Haunted Mansion, Imagineering a Disney Classic, and it goes into the history of how the ride was made and, and, and all of the, um, iterations of it, uh, around the world. And it's amazing. It is so insightful and so fascinating. Did you love the movie, the Eddie Murphy one? You know, I did. And I revisited recently and I loved it again. Like, obviously, it, obviously it has its issues. But um, it was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, what a fun idea for them. Like, like, yes, that movie could have been so cool. And I really wish the um, the the Guillermo del Toro movie got made. Um, but Eddie Murphy movie's great. It's fun. You know, I mean, it's obviously not everyone's cup of tea because it's just silly. So you have to sort of turn your brain off for it. But yeah, it's wonderful. Sure. I mean, what I love about the Haunted Mansion is, you know, the two different kind of design feels, the first part being much more, you know, uh, scary and eerie, and then the second part being a little more fun. And I definitely think the Eddie Murphy movie went for the second part, you know, the ride. It's it's more fun. It's silly, yeah. as you said. But it has um, its moments of, of, of horror. And that's that's wonderful. What I love, too, about Haunted Mansion is, like, the stretching room came out of necessity, you know, to figure out how do we get people... Yep you know, under the berm. And I think that's so cool. It all, you know, it all kind of did because it was this thing of the reason why I got so delayed was because it was this thing of having to appease everyone and what everyone wanted it to be. So what you said about like half of it being fun and half of it being scary, that's the result of two different Imagineers having their, their fingers in it and saying like, I think it was Mark Davis and, and Rolly Crump, if I'm not mistaken, I know both of them were involved. I don't remember if those are the two Imagineers that, that sort of took the lead, I'm pretty sure. But um, those Imagineers saying, we want it to be this, we want it to be this, okay, let's just do both. And originally, there was this whole pre-show called the Museum of the Weird that some people know about, some people don't, that just had like a bunch, it was almost like the Adventurers Club. Um, like, it was just like a bunch of weird stuff. And the only person who really wanted it was Walt Disney. So when Walt died, they were like, oh, great, we don't have to do this weird idea now. Um <laughs> And, and they went ahead with the whole other thing. But it went through so many different phases of development. It was originally a walkthrough, even. And, yeah, it, it what they what they ended up on was so brilliant. I was going to say, I remember as a kid, like, walking through the hallway um, after the stretching room, you know, on my way to the doom buggy. And, like, knowing as a kid, okay, I know it's not storming outside, but I think it is. Like, I couldn't quite process... Yeah, what was happening. ...that effect, um, which I guess think is the Disney magic. Yes. Have you been on, um, you know, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay? Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, my God. We, we, we Whenever we're there during that, which we, it's only been like twice, we go on it 
at least like twice a day, pretty much just for the Jack Skellington animatronic in the graveyard. That's one of my favorite animatronics. That animatronic is amazing and it's so much bigger than you think it's going to be. It's so good. Yeah. You know, this is a hot take, but I, I love the overlay, even though I'm Jewish and, you know, I'm just like, (laughs) you know, Christmas. Okay. I think it works out, but it's a hot take because I wish that the overlay didn't start until November 1st. Because when I'm there in October, I want to see the Haunted Mansion proper. Right. I don't want to see Christmas. Well, that's kind of the smart but unfortunate thing about it is that... Okay. Is, is that it's made for Halloween and Christmas because it's Nightmare Before Christmas. Here's what here's what they are sort of realizing, which is true for some people, true for some... Not true for some... Um, it's the sort of same principle with the Guardians ride versus the Tower of Terror ride because they figure as long as there's one, it's fine. Like, people, if you really want to go on the regular Haunted Mansion, go to Florida because, like, they could very easily do Haunted Mansion Holiday in Florida because they do it in Tokyo and the Tokyo one is a clone of the world one. So so it's it's clearly very easy and plausible for them to do it in Florida but they want California to be the place where you go to do Haunted Mansion Holiday and Florida to be the place where you do Haunted Mansion in those months, which is interesting. You're very wise, Andrew. You're very wise. Not necessarily. I just happen to know a lot about this very specific subject. You know, though, for this podcast, you're very wise. You know, this is it. <laughs> do you have any like early memories of going to Disney World? Um, yes and no. I mean, I've been going truly since I was two months old because I'm the young, I'm the youngest in my family. Um, I have an older sister and two cousins who are like brothers to me. So pretty much technically I'm the youngest of four. And, um, they were promised that their lives were not going to change, change when the new baby came. So, uh, the annual Disney trip remained where it was. And I've been going there for as long as I could remember. Um, I remember a lot of, I mean, I've seen a lot of home videos of me as a baby at Disney World, either sleeping or, like, loving the characters, um, but I didn't really get to go on any rides, and so once I did, I don't know, what do I remember? I I always kind of take note of the trees in Tomorrowland, um, and I always have. I think they're so wonderful and such a, such a fun thing to just think about of of the mechanics of the tree i guess because it's this <laughs> robotic thing that's made to fold in that's awesome you know it's just it's just such a fun thing and i hope they kind of stay um in this tomorrowland revamp that we're maybe probably not getting now um but yeah i i, I don't know that's always sort of been a little a little thing a little thing of me to sort of have a moment of okay i'm here and sort of let the nostalgia wash over me was there a moment that you realized, you know, as a kid, I know when you were there as two months, it wasn't probably then, but when you realized that you loved Disney World more than everyone around you, where it really became something special? Interesting. Um, it's just always kind of been part of me, I guess. Because when you're a little kid, everyone loves Disney World, you know, and, and I, did, I didn't know the same... Um, ins and outs that I do now I didn't know the same histories and stuff I just loved it because it's theater it's it's theater in its truest form and so I don't know it was always just kind of part of me I guess probably in middle school was when I started realizing that 
that I that this was my thing and I sort of claimed it as my own and 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 used it used the knowledge and the thoughts that I had to connect with people who also had it which there were there were actually a couple in my school I had a, a good friend in my school who loved the parks and we would often go together because we just end up going at the same time and there was actually a teacher uh, in middle school my science teacher Mr. Ebert who who also loved the parks and the three of us would kind of get together and just talk about any new announcements and when the when the expo rolled around we we'd always come together to talk about it all and that was special it's it's something to share with people which every interest is but but it's something that's developing and changing always so it's it's always a great um point of connection between people who who might have some knowledge about it andrew do you have any traditions when you go to disney world traditions um hmm I mean, we always do weird photos. I think everyone always does weird photos, but we always do weird photos. Like, we get on a ride, and they're like, okay, what are we going to do? Um, and then we do something dumb. Um, so that's one. Oh, man. Uh, do you have I, a favorite, like, Splash Mountain on-ride photo? Okay, so there's one of me. I'm on Splash Mountain by myself. and Like, the entire, you have the whole lawn no, by yourself? No, <laughs> but I, I wasn't with anyone. you and some strangers. And it's just me. Like, I don't even remember what face I was making, but... I, the lineup of people behind me is incredible and I can't really, it's not something I can really describe without you seeing the photo, but it's, it's, it's just this very strange cast of characters in the log behind me. I love those photos of the park and you, you look and like, you know, someone has that photo framed on their piano. And they're like, I always think about that. That like that like we're making this dumb face on Splash Mountain and some that's gonna be framed in somebody's house. Like that's what's so great about it, is is you're part of their memory forever. And what I hope one day is that someone will look that this is sort of the point of fame that I want to reach in my life, that someone will look back at their photo one day and be like, wait a minute, is is that in our what is that Andrew Barthelman? That's what I want. I'm not there yet. I want but that that's for you. I really want that for you. Um <laughs> You have to send me that photo and we'll put it on the Instagram and everyone can enjoy it. I will. I have to find it. I think I know where it is. I think I know the answer to this one, but who is your favorite Disney character? Like that you can meet in the parks? No, not necessarily. Just, oh, at all? Sure. Um, I'm curious as to what you think the answer is because my answer has always been Stitch. Um, well, I think I was going then more for your favorite, like, theme park character. Oh, Figment. 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 Yeah, Figment. That's what I thought. Yeah. L- yeah. Of course. He's amazing. But also, um, also DJ Rex. DJ Rex is also up there now. I love that the three that you've mentioned are non-human, just like a little quirky. Yeah. Who needs the human characters? I don't Yeah. Uh, they're fine. They're never the fun ones. Has Figment ever been someone you can meet in the parks? Uh, so when it started out, you could meet Dreamfinder, and he had a Figment puppet. So that was right. as close oh, as right. we got. There's never been like a walk around guy dressed as Figment, which I love. Um, and I feel like Dreamfinder actually came out like a couple of years ago for some reason. But um, yeah, that that was what it was when it opened. It was it was Joe Rody actually. Joe Rody was Dreamfinder. I love that. That's great. Yeah. I think I know what your next Halloween costume might be, though. I think it would be awesome. 
what do, what do you oh oh dreamfinder no figment, figment. Or yeah, just regular figment yeah that sounds great i've actually been wanting to do for a long time i've been wanting to do um muppet man which is this thing that they do in the movie in the 2011 movie where all the muppets get in a trench coat and like it's all of them in one trench coat and i want to like just put on a trench coat and then you open it and there's a bunch of muppets inside i'm trying to make i'm trying to figure out the the logistics of that I think you'll be the coolest freshman at Harvard. <laughs> I think I'm really gonna. I think it's really gonna go over well. So, because this is the overlap of Disney theme parks and Broadway, I have to ask you: What ride do you think Evan Hansen would like the most? Wow! Um, Flight of Passage, Flight of Passage, Pandora. It's it's the nature ride. You need a good nature ride. Um, good answer. That boy loves nature. And I feel like he he deserves some some tranquility. He deserves to ride on the back of a banshee. Don't we all? Don't we all? Is there something that you would bring back to the parks that doesn't exist anymore? Figment. Original Figment. That's what I always say is let's bring back original Figment or something like it with the state of the art technology that we've come to expect from Disney. I think it would be earth shattering. Let's say you're not going to go to college, you're done with Broadway, and you're going to get a job at Disney World. What job would you apply for? Jungle Cruise Skipper. Oh, solid choice. I thought about it a lot. Um, I mean, preferably like an Imagineer of sorts. I just don't know what... I don't think I have enough ideas or enough expertise in any one area that is necessary. Except theater, in which case, yeah, sure. But like... I, I really want to be a Jungle Cruise skipper that's, like, re, like really excited about it. Because usually Jungle Cruise skippers are very blasé about the whole thing, which is fun. But I want to switch it up and be a Jungle Cruise skipper who's really excited because it's his first day on the Jungle Cruise. And and he doesn't really know what he's doing. And he's, he's, do, he's just doing his best. Do you have a favorite, you know, uh, joke from the Jungle Cruise? Um, I used to do the—I used to deliver the Niles and Niles and Niles joke. Um— but I just love how much it changes. I love that every Jungle Cruise skipper puts their own spin on it. Um, it's 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 so fun. There there was one. I mean, Schweitzer Falls. For oh me is yeah, Backside of Water is incredible. Um, Doctor Albert Falls also incredible. Um, there was this one Jungle Cruise skipper I had recently who just like instead of delivering any of the jokes, set them all up and then just like totally dropped it. Like <laughs> like 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 set up all the jokes and then the punchline was just like not the joke which was brilliant and was very much my sense of humor as people who watch Broadway Jackbox will know. Every time I'm on that ride I always have to plug my ears for the shotgun. It's loud. It's just so scary to me. <laughs> Especially when you're getting in the boat and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so close to that skipper." It just it's a trigger for me. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't really know why that still needs to be there. There isn't really any reason. It's not very um it's not great. Yeah, I think in our culture of trying to limit gun violence, that could go. Yeah, it's Maybe really that's... not a necessity. Yeah, I think when I asked, like, bring back something that doesn't exist, now the, the next question was, what should go? And I think that's the answer. That's a good answer. My answer, though, is um, Voyage of the Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios. Oh. I love it. Okay. But uh, really, that's still there? And it still looks like that? You know what I mean? Like... I feel like it needs to be not that. I feel like it needs a reinvigoration or just to be something else, anything else. I want them to scrap that whole 
area, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Star Wars Launch Bay, you know, Disney Junior Dance Party area, and put in the the Beauty and the Beast ride that's coming to Tokyo because that looks amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Those animatronics look amazing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's amazing. Andrew, is there anything that you prefer the Disney World version over the Disneyland version? Um, probably most things. But hang on, I need to think about this. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what's in both that's different. Haunted Mansion is pretty much the same. Pirates. I, oh well, Pirates is better in land, objectively. Okay, well there's that answer. Yeah. You like Pirates at Land than World. I mean, you know, many people love the World Castle more than land. I um, do. I like it better. Yeah. You prefer fiberglass over brick and stone? I don't care. It's all show. <laughs> I like it better because you look at it and you're like, wow. And then you go to the Disneyland one and you're like, oh, all right. You know, it's just kind of. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much for your time. It's been wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrew. It's just like it's. I don't know. Comparatively, it's just so it's very small. It's very tiny. You know, size doesn't matter. Let's it does a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Twitter is exploding right now. Yeah, they're really not going to be happy with me. That's my big hot take. Oh, silly. We'll be right back. Oh, what's the big idea with these commercials? Oh, this Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, Andrew, we are ready for our next section, which is called Fast Pass Answers. Oh, boy. I'm going to give you 30 seconds, and the clock will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. In three, two, one. What is your favorite country in Epcot? Mexico. Name a ride in Frontierland. Big Thunder Mountain. What's your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Onward. Mm. Name a Disney character with royal blood. What? Aurora. Favorite snack in the parks? Um, Dole Whip. Favorite Star Wars character? If Captain Rex counts, Captain Rex. Favorite parade or show? Ooh. Uh, Finding Nemo the Musical. Time. <laughs> ah! That was exciting. What was wow, the, what was big. your final answer? Finding Nemo the Musical, if it counts. Oh, sure. It counts. It it's definitely counts. My Maybe one of my favorite musicals of all time. Do you have a dream role in the show? Marlon, one day. I don't think I could do Crush. It would be amazing, but I don't think I could do it. And what a great track, too. Put on your thinking ears. It's trivia time. Oh, boy. Okay, here is your trivia question of the day. Oh, no. I think it's funny because we've been kind of talking about it. Okay. So with within 20 feet, how tall is Cinderella's castle? 
Oh, God. Um, I don't know how tall things are. Um, I don't know how to compare heights of things. So I'm going to say, isn't it like a hundred something feet? Is that terrible? Is that completely wrong? Can you be more specific? I feel like it's like 101 feet or something. Like it's something very, very specific. Well, it is specific because it's Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a number. Um, so is your answer 101 feet? Like Dalmatians? Sure. <laughs> Great. Unfortunately, you, you didn't get it correct. Yeah. The answer is 189 feet. I, you know what? I knew that. I knew that that was the answer. No, no, no. And there's really no reason for me to say that. Now let's hear from some of you. Uh-huh. Andrew, we opened up social media to some fan questions. Uh, oh, wow. So are you so we're really excited. There were a lot of an overwhelming amount of questions. I think people love that you love the Disney parks. That makes me so happy because I love that I love Disney parks. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with an easy one. Caitlin wants to know green milk or blue milk? Blue milk. Okay. Easy. For those that don't have not been to Galaxy's Edge, they are scratching their heads right now. Yeah, they're like, what? milk we're talking about yeah it's the it's the it's the fruit drinks all the drinks are fruit in galaxy's edge great danny wants to know what cast member costume do you wish you could wear wow i mean i'd love to do a galaxy's edge costume because they get to pick that's awesome but also probably like tower of terror i think i could rock the bellhop situation you know i would i think i would go with indiana jones yeah like the khaki and the hat there's yep. a photo on the Instagram page of me in my Autopia costume circa 2005, and it's not attractive. Incredible. Okay, so both AJ and an account that is called Evan Hansen, naturally, oh asks, what Disney movie do you think should have a ride of its own? I've been so into Onward. I love Onward so much. Not so much a ride, I think it would have an incredible just like land, like an amazing little area of new mushroom tin. I think that'd be amazing. Um, but I can't believe I'm blanking on other answers to this question because I definitely have them. Um, I don't know. It's always tough because I always want there to be new rides. I love the IP rides. But like I never watch a movie and think, imagine that ride. But actually, that's so not true. And I totally do. So I think my answers are going to be Onward and Treasure Planet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a boat. Treasure planet. Space boat ride. That sounds awesome. Lexi wants to know, if you could only go on one ride for the rest of your life, which one would it be? <sighs> I mean, that sounds terrible. But, um, it does. I, um, I guess Haunted Mansion from like an academic perspective. Like, I'd want to study every inch of that ride. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's my answer. Another one of your fans, James Snyder, uh, asks, <laughs> what is your go-to food spot in terms of value, dining experience, and lack of crowds? Wow. Thank you, James Snyder. Uh, I hope you're uh, well. I don't know who you are. Um, and I don't know. Is my answer Crystal Palace? It I think it is. It might be Crystal Palace. The cr- there are usually crowds 
but the experience is so good the food is so good and it usually is not that like crowded inside it's just the wait outside is a lot so i think crystal palace might be my answer i also love um the jungle cruise skipper canteen i don't love the food so much but that whole vibe i think we should do more themed restaurants i want a haunted mansion themed restaurant stat <laughs> i just love this podcast already so much <laughs> <laughs> Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Andrew, our next section is everyone's favorite. It's Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two choices, and you have to tell me which one you prefer. Oh, boy. Okay. It's going to be okay. You know, I actually, this might not, I, I, my brother and I, when we just went, we just got back from the parks, and we ranked every ride. We ranked them. We made two lists, one of, like, our favorites and then one of just, like, objectively which are the best. So, actually, I'm maybe going to pull ready. it up. I'm okay. going to pull it up so that I am so that I'm, I can reference it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, okay, go for it. Okay. The first Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Epcot or Animal Kingdom? Epcot. But that's tough, but Epcot. Turkey legs or churros? Churros for me. Well, yes, this is about you. Yeah, it's about me. So churros <laughs> is my answer. I've actually never had a turkey leg. I used to have once, I think. Yeah. I'm going to save this next one for the end because it might really unravel. Okay. Um, Pluto or Goofy? Um, goofy. I'm a big Goofy fan. Yeah, Goofy's great. I mean, the dramaturgical discussion to be had is it's, it's, Pluto and Goofy are both dogs. It's endless. It's endless. You could go on forever. I know. You know, it's, we can do it's, a follow-up episode. It's the implications are are horrifying. Yes, agreed. I just hope that everyone's happy in the Disney Kingdom. Me too. And it seems that way. That's all. Except for Donald Duck. It does. That's his whole thing. Yep. <laughs> okay. Our final Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Haunted Mansion or Rise of the Resistance? Okay. If we're talking, like, preference of my favorite rides, I am incredibly partial to the Haunted Mansion. If we're talking what is objectively the best ride of all time, it's Rise of the Resistance. And Rise of the Resistance is, like, is third on my list in my personal ranking after Haunted Mansion and Splash Mountain, and it is first on my objective ranking, because... Come on. That's the best ride. That's what it is. That's that's you look at that and you're like, yeah, there's no questioning that that's the best ride. And all the reviews that came out after were like, we just wrote it a second time and we're not sure it's the best ride, but it's very good. And it's like, no, it, it what could possibly be better than that ride? It's oh my god. I it's I, I was going to say it's perfect, but it's not because it's so like, just like real, like, like it's, it's perfectly imperfect, but it's also perfect. I don't know. I, I love it so much. It is, it is, it doesn't, it, 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 I'm so thankful that it, it exists. Do you think that like 25 years ago when Indiana Jones came out, we all thought this is, this is it. This is the BL end all. And now there's rise of the resistance. Do you think in 25 years we're going to say, oh my gosh, this is it. Undoubtedly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones too. But um yeah, yeah I, I mean that's that's what it is. You know, people thought Carousel of Progress was the peak of technology and it was at the time. 
you know, like, like it's always, and in that same way, it is always a carousel of progress and we will progress into new technologies and new ways to use that for storytelling. And I can't wait. I'm so excited and I'm so happy that I'm this young when Rise of the Resistance came out that I'm going to get to see so much other cool stuff. You know, I'm so thankful for that. Have you been to Club 33 yet? No, I've had a couple people who have said they'd be able to get me in, but I haven't been to land yet since all the Evan stuff has happened. So no, have you? I did. I actually got to turn 33 to the minute <gasps> in Club 33. And it was the peak of my life, I think. That's the best thing I've ever heard. I have to do that. It was it was really awesome. I was, I was very lucky. Was that your first time going there? Was yeah. that your first time being there? Yeah. Oh my God. Did you like eat there or was it just like a tour? Yeah. No, we had lunch and oh. it was like a three hour meal and it was perfect. And I'm not one to get speechless Is it amazing? Like, is it amazing? Completely dumbfounded. It is, and I think because for 33 years I had looked through those windows and walked by that door and thought, "Gosh, one day," and yeah, as you start to hear friends that get to go, and it just feels so cool. And you know, when I'm eating at you know Pizza Planet, I'm like, "Come on, we got to hurry. We got stuff to do." Yeah. So you're there for like 20 minutes, but when you're in Club 33, three hours had passed, and I was like, "I could stay here forever." That's amazing. Well, we're all gonna go. We'll do. We'll do the kind of the round table Broadway e ticket to Broadway podcast at Club Thirty Three. That would be absolutely chaotic, and I think it would be incredible. And I would love. Yes, I'm in. That sounds amazing. My bucket Great. list thing is to stay in one of the suites, like the pirate suite or the or the castle suite in World. Don't know how to make it happen, but I'm. I will. I'm going to. <laughs> One more question. Andrew, the next time you go to the parks, what's the first thing you're going to do? Wow. I'm probably go to Hollywood Studios at six in the morning to to get a a boarding group. But that but that's a boring, boring answer. So, um, no, it's I, not. I still haven't done Mickey and Minnie. So probably what I will do sure. is go to Hollywood Studios, get a boarding group, hopefully, and get in line for Mickey and Minnie because I haven't done it yet. And I desperately want to. Um, yeah. yeah, and also say hi to the new friends that I've made who work there because I got to, I was put in touch with some amazing um, people who sort of helped us out on our trip because we were only there for a couple days and they're wonderful. The people that work there are just the best people on the planet Earth. So I'm excited to get to, to visit them again and see them again and and and. It's it's a it's just they really I don't know how they do it but those people are the best service workers in the world. Well, Andrew, that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining and for sharing your love of the haunted mansion and Figment and spending some time with us. Thank you so much for having me. This is the most fun idea ever, and I'm so glad that I got to do it. So we will see you at the parks. See you at the parks.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 